Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Kayfabe Court, where it's always the Attitude Era. I am your host, Zeke Sublet. I'm joined, as always, by Randy Ramos. In your earth! The theme song from then. And Ben Albert. You dick. <laughs> Good voice. <laughs> you know, we're trying to tell, we're trying to get, you know, the, the most feedback is like Ben doesn't talk loud enough, and then that's, that's your intro. If there's one thing people love on a podcast, it's hearing someone chew. Grunting. Oh, man. Anyway, welcome, everybody. If you're just joining us for the first time, this is a podcast about wrestling angles, gimmicks, character development, and... General idiocy. General idiocy, where we take gimmicks that have been unanimously deemed terrible and give them a second chance. We give them a second chance at life. Yes. Sometimes they might be good. We just someone has to always talk positively about the bad, mm-hmm. and maybe sometimes we'll change some opinions or at least lighten the load of the burden. And if nothing else, we shine some light on some uh, interesting interesting moments, moments in the wrestling world. Um, I am I'm now judge. I'm now judge. I've got my my fake robe on, and I'm you ready to judge. What's that? You've been judge. You're not now judge. Well, no, he's I've done. Been judge. He's done a case now. So I've done one case. This is the second official case of the Cape Fabe Court. Really, really excited for this one. I know we've got some uh, some fans out there on our social media at Cape Fabe Court and all the main the, the trifecta: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, requesting that we do this particular match so i'm really really excited and i'm also very grateful to all of you who are following us so thank you guys for that and keep it up yes yeah, so um, remember you asked for it you asked for it so here we go were they wearing something wrong ben i'm sorry what are we no i was just oh no, no now he's just a white misogynist <laughs> but i don't know what's going on with me today ben what is today's case today's case will be the fabulous 1991 halloween havoc chamber of horrors Okay, lay it down for me, Ben. What are we in for with this match? Yeah, what do you have to defend here? Whoa. All right, so as of right now, I am defending the fact that Halloween Horrors is actually Halloween Horrors. Chamber of Horrors. Halloween Halloween Horrors? Better name. (laughs) Better name. Dibs, I call that. Alliteration always works. Band name. Yep. All right, so that uh, Chamber of Horrors is actually... Pretty solid. Not as terrible as everybody else is uh, saying it is. It okay. aspires to be the kennel from hell. Oh, okay. So, who wants to lay the break? Because I don't know anything about this match. Again, that's my role in this I'll podcast. Give you the, the, I'm going to leave it to Randy. I'll okay. give you the quick lay yeah, down. Good. Right. Lay it down uh, for me, brother. All right, so, Chamber from Horrors. What? Uh, it's not, it, it, well, it's a cage, but it has almost like the TNA, almost the asylum kind of curve at the top of it. And the premise of the match was it was two teams of four, and you would win by putting someone in the chair of torture and pulling the, f- the uh, I think they called it the power switcher, <laughs> rendering them helpless. Notice they left out dead. And it was advertised as an electrifying contest between team number one, which was El Gigante, the Steiner brothers, Rick and Scott, and Sting, versus Vader, the Diamond Stud, Abdullah the Butcher, and Cactus Jack suffering for an injured Oz, who was Kevin Nash. Now... Can you can you remind everybody what this chair was called? The chair of torture. The chair of fucking torture. All right. It was an electric chair. It was an electric chair. That's what it was. Cool. Um, <laughs> so uninterested. It was also advertised as equipped with several instruments of horror. Uh, do we know those? Yes. Oh, are we gonna wait till evidence? Uh, yeah, I'll, okay. I'll drop that All on right. you. It, one of them contained a, st- a very stupid thing. All right. So there's some big names here. There's yeah. some big names. And this was WCW, I, right? I, yeah, I would argue all big names and El Gigante. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I feel, I'm going to have to ask some questions about El Gigante because I'm mm, not familiar. Um, but uh, all right. I'll be honest. <laughs> this, this is a case. So when you guys laid down Kennel from Hell, I actually was like vaguely familiar. Well, no, 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 no. Distant memory. You hadn't seen it since you. Were I hadn't seen it. Eleven. I don't even know that. No, what I was gonna say was I when you guys laid down the the layout for Kennel from Hell, I was like, oh, this actually sounds like it could be p- 
pretty freaking awesome. I don't know why this is deemed so bad. Then you watched What it. you guys just <laughs> – well, then I watched it. Then you guys – what you guys just talked about, it sounds really bad. Like this, this just sounds like some hokey-ass shit. Whoa, hey, you're the judge. I am the judge, but I'm, I haven't – I'm just saying mm. right off the bat. Yeah. So you guys – this, this – you're going to have to – all right. Whoever's defending this, you know. Yeah, Ben's fucked. Good luck That's to you That's not guys. nice, man. Not nice. All right, so prove me wrong, Ben. I'm here for that. You're queer. Shit. Get used to it, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you, I don't think you can say prove me wrong anymore because that was a Chris Benoit's catchphrase for a while. Oh. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. All right. So is is court in session? Yeah, we're waiting for you. I think at, I think at, I think at this point, based on the last thirty seconds, we have to just get this this train rolling. We should edit that. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Um, what do we got here? Slam that beer. I don't have a gavel. That's but Windex, man. We got some heavy-duty citrus degreaser spray. Court is in session. There you go. All right. As I am the prosecution, I will lay down my opening statement. As Zeke said earlier, his initial inclination that it was hokey as shit was completely accurate. Uh, I don't hate the entire premise of it. Um, it's got a lot of talent in it. I'll give it that. There, There is... Definitely, as I'm going to um, put this on trial for, felony overbooking, felony bad booking. And I can't really think of anything else because the, the other two are so obvious and I really think is what everyone hates the most about it. But it, there's just too much stuff going on. There's an electric chair. There's a cage. The chair has to be lowered down at some point in the match and they don't explain why it's lowered or when. And then um, there's no actual wires going from the power switcher to the chair which to me is a huge oversight. You could just get like an extension cord that's not plugged in and at least kind of fib it a little bit. And uh, that and many other reasons I will get into is why this is terrible. Okay. Ben? So with everything that Randy had said, may have been hokey, you know, with, uh, with Zeke's terms. And that's okay. What it really had is what we don't have anymore is that sweet-ass referee camera. It was a camera in which the referee was wearing a badass helmet with a little camera attached to it. Like an early early GoPro kind of thing? Almost, yeah. It was yeah. a hockey helmet. Hey. Oh, all right. It doesn't matter. Why was he wearing, why was he wearing that, that So helmet? they could switch simultaneously from, you know, a hard cam. Or even the cameras from, you know, people outside the ring. Right to the referee, it would see everything that the referee saw. And that was pretty cool. Because the hard cam, I'll give it, was actually pretty awful. Because there was too many things in the way. You couldn't really see it. Was this something that was, like, happening prior to this? Or was this, like, a debut kind of thing? Like, uh, they would try something new? I think this is the thing WCW tried for a little over a year in the early 90s. And it was awesome. Especially for that type of match. Where, like I said, hard cam... There's too many things in the way. Being able to see everything in first person was pretty cool because the referee was actually pretty solid with being around everywhere be, to be able to see everything that was going on. That's a cool idea. I like that. Yeah. And it's something we don't have these days. Uh, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i kind of uh, foresight at this point, but I mean, they had... I said, boy. Yep. Uh, so they had the uh, the corner cameras for like two months. They don't yeah. even have that anymore. Oh, yeah. But I think the referee camera was actually pretty cool. It's something that should have stayed... Um, and at that point where it was in use, it was used to its potential. Mm. Too many things in the way the hard cam, they went a different route and it worked. This sounds like something that could be really beneficial for, uh, the Punjabi prison. Mm. Not to mm. get too far off topic, but. Which is happening when, Zeke? Tonight. And how much? Tonight is the night. How much Bright do you have? Light something. Oh, I don't know the lyrics. Oh, terrible song. Anyway, back how, to. Back no, to no, the... no. I want to know how much they have to pay. To get this. For the referee? How much the Punjabi pay? prison. Who, who has to pay what? Oh, they, they probably, it's for the same one. They, they, they have that massive storage unit. Is it, is it nine ninety nine that they have to pay to watch? Stop saying that! For the, for the network? Yeah. Yeah, nine ninety nine. Oh, that's yeah, WWE network. Anyway, I'm sorry. I got off topic. But we can edit that. That was, you didn't get it right away and that was, that was bad. That's fine. Let's so, go away. All right, I, I really like, this is, this is kind of, that is kind of a cool idea. Like to have, you know. An early night, you know, early iteration of you know what is basically a GoPro. A GoPro, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's good. That's pretty cool. All right, 
Um, but I mean, other than that, I mean, the referee camera was something that was, I mean, relatively new. But at that point, I mean, this match realistically had everything that we all know and love. I mean, it had blood, it had handcuffs, cages, kendo sticks, the giant Gonzalez. I don't think it was your turn to talk. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, it had ghouls. Like, what do you mean ghouls? There was, there was, there was ghouls. There was guys dressed in white with white face paint. They were just really walking down with a stretcher. I mean, that was there. It's not okay. something we know and love, but, like, it's something I love. So let's go for it. I have some questions. <laughs> I can help you with these two. Your Honor, what are your questions? First and foremost, um, I need a little bit of backstory here. Was there... I know that this... this from what you guys had basically said and what we kind of talked about, uh, you know off mic here, that this was not really... So was there a title on the line, is what I want to know. Was there any sort no, of title no, on the line? It no, it was eight-man no. tag. It was eight-man tag. Well, was eight-man, they're, they're just two teams of Tornado eight. tag. Was it like an eight, was it just an eight-man tag, just like because they wanted to have some, like a Survivor Series type it, it thing was, where they just put these guys together? It was to, to push the Halloween idea. That was it. Okay, so you're asking for a little bit of backstory, and uh, I mean, gotta give it to you, obviously. So... At this point, what originally was supposed to be happening was actually, uh, give me one second, I apologize for the holdup. I had it, and then I lost it on my phone, apparently. So were there, were there any feuds between the people that were matching that were pr- happening prior? You know, was like Cactus Jack and yeah, uh, like Cactus Jack had been tagging with like Abdullah, I think, because Abdullah would just he's come also in been um, the territories for a little while. He was also like, rivaling with uh, Sting at the time. And Vader had had history with Sting, and I think the Steiners probably had had a match before that with Abdullah and Cactus. Um, so for context, can you guys tell me who was on what side? Team one was. Uh, El Gigante, the Steiners, and Sting. And that was your face team. Okay, and just also for our, our listeners, we're referring to Surfer Sting. This was way before the Sting that most people... Six and a half years pre-Crow Sting. It was pre-Crow, yeah, Crow Sting. Before Crow Sting. Just want to get that out there. I know we've got some, some new listeners out there. So this is when Sting was like bleach blonde. Yeah. He had some Buzz kind cut. of like American Warrior style uh, face paint going on. Yeah, uh, I have other things I'll get to, but okay. If Ben's done with his thing, if he's still not messing with his phone, which here you have another hold music if he's not. You really gonna play hold music? That's that's real shitty, dude. Yeah, we'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and do that. So hold music. Are you, are you done? Are you still? Yeah. We're good. All right. All right. Um. Okay, so there, this was just basically a, a, a straight up for the four time of year it was. Yeah. Four and four. Playing up the Halloween thing. Playing up the Halloween gimmick. All right. So there's nothing on the line for anybody here. No, it's, it's uh, make a spectacle, throw a bunch of guys in there. Okay. Uh, there were, um, Cactus Jack wasn't originally in the match. He was subbing for Oz, who was Kevin Nash at the time. And I think that they were heading towards uh, like a, a El Gigante Oz match because they're both seven footers. Why wasn't Oz in the match? Uh, I think he hurt his knee again. Okay, so there was. Yeah, and I, I don't. I think he came back for a little bit after that. Got repackaged as Vinny Vegas, and that's when he went on to WWE and stuff. But um, they were, they, it was just kind of like rushing a bunch of angles into one little match to get okay. like the that pop on there. But to me, um, sure, the referee cam, uh, cool idea, or whatever poor execution has nothing to do with the actual chamber because they were doing that on every Saturday night taping and uh, they would use it in cool ways like look at a guy's shoulders you could see the ref count and he would do the three count in the vision of the camera so that was cool but that has nothing to do with the actual chamber match the ghouls as Ben mentioned is what I think confirms that this is overbooking and bad booking on a yeah, felony I'm, level I'm very curious about the ghouls it was uh, uh, 10 guys all in white uh, almost like pseudo asylum workers with white face paint as if as as like a sign of look we're evil and they came down with an old school like world war ii like caught stretcher to carry out whoever gets put in the chair of torture and electrified so that's very hokey all right so very over the top and they just walked down randomly like three minutes into the match is it one of those things where like the first person to get electrocuted 
You win by electrocuting yes. someone from the opposing you team. You basically have to strap your opponent into... So you're not pinning anybody, you're electrocuting. No them. pinning, no submitting, you're no... You're pseudo-murdering someone. Yeah. So, like a... Like a I know we're, we're talking two different uh, organizations here, but like a Survivor Series style, you're pinned, you're out, and the match continues. You're electrocuted, you're out, and this, the match this continues. This was one No, you're electrocuted... You're done. That's, that's was, the end of the match. One elect- the match. One electrocution to the finish. Oh. This was this was a one electrocution match, not a, a two out of three electrocutions. Hmm. Shaq Master! Okay. Shaq Master! <laughs> I told you. Oh, God. So hokey. All right. Because you're not actually going to kill a guy. This is an FMW. Yeah. Okay. Um, for our listeners, what's FMW? Uh, Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling in Japan. That's where they had death matches. That's where Mick Foley... And actually, I think the king of the death match was IWA. But that was in Japan. They had a big death match thing in the mid-90s and early 90s. Did someone actually die? Uh, they, I think they had a lot of guys come real close. I don't think anyone died in the ring, but there were a lot of guys who had to get transfusions from falling on a bed of nails wrong or glass cuts or barbed wire matches or falling on C4. Oh, fun. Cool. Cool. Good stuff. All right. Ben, do you rest? You got anything else to add? Well, we got there's, there's a lot more points. That's that, I'm good on that point for now. We can go back to defense. All right. Defense. So, going back to me. I mean, whether they were unplanned or planned, there were some pretty solid spots. Um, I mean, right in the beginning, there was some pretty sheer confusion, which at the time, you know, a lot of people, it's when Vince McMahon really kind of pissed off a lot of uh, territories. Kind of exposing the business at that point. Um, I mean, so there's a lot of sheer confusion as to what the actual match rules were. And uh, it caused some pretty pretty solid, unscripted uh, precedents, really, if you think about it. Um, but spots as a whole, I mean, right there, you had nobody know what's going on. Uh, Cactus almost gets crushed by that chair that lowered in the middle of the match for, as Randy said, only God knows why. But it's okay, because, you know, it kind of added that unpredictability to it. Um, along with that, you had Sting just throwing a coffin lid up in the air just to see what happens when it lands on Cactus Jack. Who knows? They were rivaling at the time. It seemed a little bit less scripted than just swinging it at him, which is okay. Um, but along with that, I mean, you had coffins filled with masked dudes that randomly came out. In the Objection, of one masked dude. And I'm pretty sure it was Brad Armstrong. He was masked. Yeah, one mask dude. You said mask multiple. Oh, I apologize. And just get got KO'd easier than any ref in any bump ever. So, I mean, there was a lot of unpredictability to the match. I mean, realistically, reading it on paper for what the actual rules were, you could have kind of seen what was going on. But, you know, random a random mask dude coming out, it's okay. I'm okay with random unpredictability happening in a gimmick match. It's okay for that to happen. Randy? All right, to that point, uh, unpredictably is cool if uh, the rest of it is not so insane. Uh, the dude who popped out, um, I, I didn't look it up or anything, but he looked exactly like Brad Armstrong, uh, who now is evil authority ref. Uh, he was, they had two caskets in separate corners of the, the chamber on the outside of the ring because it was a cage that went around the outside too. Mm-hmm. It didn't have a top on it because the chair had to come down. But he just pops out and attacks him dressed up like a – Terry Gordy is the executioner in 94 for WWE. And I think he was handcuffed to the cage. There were also handcuffs on the side of the cage. You could handcuff your opponents to to single someone and put him in the chair. With chains. Yeah, and then uh, Abdullah had his cane in there, and uh, he, he broke out his fork in the match. Abdullah, very famous for pulling a fork out of his tights and cutting guys open. So, okay. again, a lot of ingredients in the soup. He's the guy who actually has real lawsuits against him right because he gave people hepatitis hepatitis yeah and he lost that was uh i think the guy who runs hannibal tv on youtube oh they got the guy uh he was about to sign a developmental or a main roster deal with wwe and on his physical they found out he had hepatitis and he had wrestled abdullah like a year before objection though that has nothing to do with this match right now it doesn't i'm sorry i should have said before i asked that question sidebar yeah that was a sidebar man my bad my bad okay straight from the record straight from the record thank you um and at this moment in the case so abdullah brought the fork out that's That's I'm going relevant. to motion for a short recess. Okay. So I may go to the bathroom. But also, I'm going to introduce another segment on the show called Fuck This Guy, where Ben and Zeke just talk shit on me while I go to the bathroom. And let it begin. 
I mean, he's still in the room. Can we really talk shit about us? Just give it a second. Or him? Do your worst, ladies. Mm, that was rude. Try and bury me. I'll still get over it. He's Puerto Rican. Again, <laughs> why do you gotta bring like? You don't have to keep bringing up the Puerto Rican aspect of it, man. I mean, but seriously, he's, fuck, he's fuck. in the middle of a. It's a white Puerto Rican sandwich. That's not. We should probably change that up a bit. Here's why. Um, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that dude. This has nothing to do with the case. No. Why does he gotta be so fucking handsome? And that pink fucking tank top? Yeah. He rocks it. Yeah. I but can't. I can't. We're I'm not gonna white tank top just to be safe. We're not shitting on him though. That's not. I don't think this is the yeah. whole point of this. He kind of sucks though. Him as vape. Oh, he vapes. Oh, Randy vapes hard. And he's got Beats headphones too. Those are my headphones. So. Didn't have to say that. Yeah. I left those here purposefully because I wanted him to have some good sound quality. Cause he's the, not he's not gonna edit that part out, so now I look like a dick. The beats quality is really tough. You're paying for a name, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You're paying for a name. They're um, not that good. Yeah. Bye you know, He's very he's very good with the ladies. You're not shitting on him. Still. But it's you know. Like when when I was single, like he was like and some some great trim. Fuck some once, then he's done. And that's the problem. That's yeah, why I fuck there that. it is. That's, why that's I what that I guy. want. Randy's such a player. Do we still say player? I'm old now, so yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. Do people still like say player? Because Randy's know. totally a player. I'm. I mean, I'm like two years deep in a relationship. I don't know, man. Yeah, I know he like still. The shock master. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, no, we probably still say player in his case. Like I know he, I know he was saying he was going through a little bit of a dry spell, but like when he, when he gets the ladies he gets the ladies and it's he just you know he's just a player randy you're back now he just spent the whole time complimenting you i think he wants to fuck you dude i've told randy on many occasions <laughs> <laughs> zeke uh, i'm sure you guys will find out listening to the podcast is a very big movie buff and got very drunk at my house watching the oscars when heath ledger posthumously won an oscar yeah and he very drunkenly uh planted one on me and our friend matt yeah Right on the lips. Didn't even care. I was so happy that Heath Ledger got his, his due. What about Leo? Leo, I was happy about Leo. I thought he deserved it a little bit earlier than that, but I'm glad he got it. How do you feel about Mickey Rourke not winning for The Wrestler? Well, as long as we're in recess, we can take this break to talk about that. Um, th- that was a really tough year. If it had come out a year before or a year later, he probably would have won, but... But he just nailed it so well. Oh, he was great. They, they fucking... I mean, they watched Beyond the Mat and just made the movie, but... Yeah. Darren Aronofsky, solid person. Yeah, great, great. Uh, yeah. We should get back in the case. Was that loud enough? Yeah. I'm also going to put a bell in there. So. Um, all right. So we're back. And it's to Ben. And it's to Ben. Ben, so far, here's what I've gathered. We've got a match. It's meant to be strictly gimmick. It's meant to be strictly for the fact that it's Halloween. You get... What I imagine are the top names in this in the WCW right now. Um, there's nothing on the line, except for you know, pride, pride, bragging rights, I guess. And there's an electric chair, and it's not like you. Whoa. Sorry. There's a shock chair. What did you call it? What is what chair is of torture? Chair of torture. All right. What a judge. You know, because if they called it an electric chair, it might be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ben, what else do you have for me for this match? I mean, you had some pretty great names in this match, like uh, we had mentioned in the... Uh, Talk about the, the pops, man. Were there any pops? Were there anything... Like, did someone... You know... I will give Ben one of these. Uh, in the first Ooh, 35 yeah. seconds, Scott Steiner hits a tiger driver. <laughs> like, within the first minute. So, like, he goes for it. Tell our, tell our listeners what a Tiger Driver is if they don't know. Uh, double underhook powerbomb. Oh, okay. Yeah, you fucking nailed it. I mean, Scott Steiner. Really? What do you expect? You know his career by now. Kind of like a one-trick pony. So, I mean, power, power, power in a hurricane. Sidebar. Come on, you know Scott Steiner at this point. Yeah, big pop a pump does it all for the show. Yeah. That's Scott Steiner. Sidebar over. All right, so, like Randy had mentioned... He, he apparently gave me one. Don't know what that's about. I was going to say it. It's cool. Hey, friendly, friendly little, you know. It's 
It's alright. But, uh, I mean, oh, as I mentioned earlier, I mean, there's there's a couple of, like, random, like, uh, random spots in there. I mean, most of the match was all but brawl. I mean, it was all brawling. So, I mean, even, even watching nowadays, what do you really like? You like a huge brawl for no reason. That's basically what this really was. I mean, there's some people that, like, as Randy had mentioned, we have Cactus Jack that replaces Oz. There's a couple of that going on there. And that's okay. What it really was, I mean, it's a battle of a bride. What are you going to do if you battle for pride? You're going to fight till you you can't fight anymore, and that's okay. Okay, so we established earlier who was on what team. This is a match that didn't have much buildup. It was mainly strictly for Halloween. Um, Randy, is there anything else that you want to add to this? Um, I'll just give you... Uh, we're going to have Zeke watch the matches we normally do. Uh, but uh, before we go into Zeke watching it and... Our closing statements and stuff. Um, I want to say so, a couple other hokey things that happened. They used the Dungeon of Doom's entrance music while they lowered the chair. Uh, that's a little foreshadow for what would happen like four years later. Okay. Um, as mentioned Can before, I, they had the caskets. Real quick, though, that's I mean, a foresight is one of the things that we we don't do here. It doesn't matter what. But if anyone's use. heard that song before, they know it's hokey and shit. They could use Brodus Clay's music. It, I don't give a shit what they use. It's not the cool lowering the cage music WWE has always used. But they weren't using it at the time. It's still hokey music. It's My like, point was it's hokey music, WCW. not that it was just the Dungeon of Doom. Mm-hmm. I said Dungeon of Doom so he could get an idea of what it was. How does the objection stand? Or I'll allow it. All right. Sustained. Thank you. You want it to be. Disbarred, Ben. No, thank you. Yes, watch more Law and Order, please. Uh, <laughs> so uh, they had the ghouls, the other chair. Also, the main problem with the match and why, other than just the finish itself and the premise, why it was hokey, the power switcher kept falling into the on position at least four times in the match. Objection. It doesn't matter. If it fell into the on position or if the camera stayed on it at any time, that's okay. There was nobody hooked up to it for any of the electricity to go anywhere. So it's just like flicking on a light switch with no light bulb in it. Rick Steiner was touching the headgear of the chair while it was in the on position. On camera, you could see both. Objection removed. Objection overruled. Yeah, that's okay. That's, that's, That's just poor judging. Uh, so <laughs> no, I overruled. That means that I'm I'm playing in your favor, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna edit that out. Nope. No, we'll leave that in. Can we edit that part out? Nope. No, there has to be some. There has no, no, no. The part where I said it's gonna be edited out. Oh yeah, we can edit that. Nope. Part. Yeah, in this part. Yeah. Objection. Overruled. Yes. All right. So, and when it kept falling down, you would see referees on camera on the right side of it on the hard cam climbing up to put it into off multiple times and also before the finish cactus jack when he went up there to switch it had to climb up the side and put it into off and hold it in off while they set up the finish and the finish was abdullah being put into the chair and cactus jack waiting for what i think was the length of the actual ice age for rick steiner to get he was in the chair initially and he that's who he thought he was going to electrocute he's Belly-to-belly belly suplexes Abdullah into it. And I'm going to say that again with belly-to-belly belly in finger air quotes. Because he basically gave him a tight friendship hug and sat him down as if he'd had too much to drink. And then put the headgear on, which he had knocked off the chair earlier and had to fumble with for about a good 20 seconds. Put it on his head, strap him in, and then Cactus Jack turns the switch on. To which then the beginning of Nitro Fireworks went off little sparklers, as we know in wrestling, always indicates um, any sort of electricity, is sparklers and Catherine wheels. And then Abdullah shocked around and danced and they rang the bell while it was going on and then for kayfabe reasons, was dead. They went, everyone kind of clears out. Uh, Cactus comes over, he's like, Abdullah, Abdullah, and all sort of stuff. He's like, he's dead. Abdullah comes back to life, attacks Cactus Jack, uh, and then on his way out of the ring, as he's rampaging after being electrocuted, kicks a stagehand just trying to help put the ramp back in the head, and then beats up all of the ghouls and fights Cactus Jack to the back. Okay. So, Abdullah was the one who... Abdullah took the, the chair of torture. He took the chair of torture. All right. Um, 
Ben, anything else to add? Absolutely. So, yes, like I said, referees, or like Randy said, referees numerous times are turning the uh, on switch back off, and that's okay. They're just stopping the electrical current from going to the headpiece. All right? Cactus Jack hangs on there, holding it into place. He wants to make sure that his friend Abdullah is not being electrocuted while putting Steiner in the chair. Yes, he was on there for a long time, but he was tired, and that's okay. His friend was tired, just trying to put a uh, trying to put Steiner in the chair. He didn't know that his buddy Abdul was thrown in the chair. He gets electrocuted because he himself pulls the switch. Again, he didn't know his back was turned. He didn't watch. Referees in the WWE from then up until now have seen and missed worse things. That's okay. So you're saying it was it was it was an accident. It was an error. Okay. He didn't know. He's not gonna electrocute his own friend, and that's all right. But at that time that was going on, Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross the whole time selling it. Commentary as a whole is what can make and break a match. They True. were selling it. They weren't even acknowledging the fact that he was taking too long. They, you know what I mean. It it made it come together. So you you are you saying that like there was a potential botch that was recovered or it was saying, recovered? Are you are you or are you saying like this is part of the storyline? Commentary didn't acknowledge it. They recovered it. Okay. I mean, unless you're really digging into it, I'm not gonna object. But they did say Cactus is up there waiting. He was waiting for Abdullah to give. To give the word. But, you know, once once he realized somebody was strapped in there, as I'm sure, like, he probably heard it, the fan reaction, he went for it. A lot of wrestlers from then, all the way until now, they listen for crowd reaction. Even Jake the Snake Roberts with a fucking blindfold match. They, they listen for crowd reaction. He heard a crowd reaction, he pulled the switch in. Should if he have looked? Probably. But he didn't, because he figured... They're all cheering for him. He should probably pull the switch. I'm going to object, uh, object on two grounds of logic flaw. Referees are supposed to be smarter than, are, are supposed to be dumber than actual wrestlers. That's why they miss things. And also, if he was waiting to make sure Abdullah was clear, why did he not turn around and double check before he pulled the switch? Now, I'm going to counter that real quick. You said referees are supposed to be dumber, but in kayfabe, they're actually supposed to be smarter. They no, probably should be paying attention. But they're not portrayed to be smarter. But it's not their fault. That's writing's fault. They realistically, in kayfabe, they should be paying attention to everything. They miss foots on ropes, hands on ropes. They miss shoulder lifts up. They miss, they miss tights pulling. They, they miss it. Okay, but also then, why don't they study tape of Ric Flair beforehand to go, I know if he grabs him by the shirt, he's throwing a mule kick to someone's dick behind me. Maybe he's not allowed to. You don't know. You don't know that part. But JR and Tony Schiavone. That's a good point. They, they sold it as everything. I mean, they, yes, they acknowledged that Foley was up there for a long time, but they didn't acknowledge that maybe there was a botch. They kind of recovered from that. I mean, realistically, the match, aside from the very 35 seconds, had almost zero stalling time. It was just filled with brawling and unpredictability, and that's, that's cool. I mean, that's what you want. Do you want stalling time? Did you want them to acknowledge that something had happened, something had gone wrong? You don't want that. You tune out as a as a fan. You would tune out. I mean, realistically, when you really think about it, this match, you say it's awful, but the room was awful. Tommy Tommy Wiseau is awful. This this match is basically the room. It's so bad, but you you enjoy it. All right, it it it's not the broken universe. That's that's so bad. It's good. You're tearing me apart, Randy. It's the room. All it's right. so bad. It's good. Okay. All right. I, okay. All right. Gr- all right. Do you do you rest? No, I, I rest. No, I, I rest. I do not rest. <laughs> I have a thing to say. That's going to set precedent pretty much for all of this. Um, the match had El Gigante in it, otherwise known as Giant Gonzalez, one of the ten worst wrestlers of all time. He was a big attraction because I believe he was shoot seven foot five. He was from Argentina. Had a basketball career. Had two bad knees. He was a big draw to look at. Horrible, horrible wrestler. And he did nothing the whole match other than lean on people and rope choke them and do Kali chops. And any match he is in ever cannot be looked at as good. 
but you're focusing too heavily on the one person in the match as opposed to the other seven athletes that were in there. Yeah, but that, that's a... You're focusing on one-eighth that's a of big, this match. It's a big fly in the punch bowl. But one-eighth? Besides the switcher, when it was on, people touching the headgear and not getting electric. But as far as talent goes, you're focusing on one-eighth. All right, order, 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 order. Here, hold on. I'm going to get you a heavy gavel. No, we do this, both we making, do this pretty buzzed all the time. Don't you we? both are making some really great points. Um... I think the most I think the best thing to do at this point unless there's any other evidence that we need to bring to the table cuz right now we're just getting into kind of we're bitching. Yeah, uh, like ban- back and forth banter. So we'll I just think I need to watch this match. Would so, you like us to just wrap up our points and then watch the match? I think wrap yeah, up your points. Let's, wrap and it up. let's watch this match. So right, Randy, so I'll let you go first. I will say felony level bad booking. Um, having an electric chair, a chair of torture is bad. Because you're, in kayfabe, killing someone. Or, in another sense, making someone look supernatural when they survive it. Uh, overbooking. It's not necessary to have ten guys dressed like dead people come down to the ring as like zombie um, asylum workers with a stretcher to carry someone out. Have a chair of torture in the first place. Have eight guys in the match with coffins, which someone pops out of. Have handcuffs all over the place. Have Abdullah break a fork out and cut someone. Have Cactus Jack bleed to the level he did. That's all way overbooked. It, there's too much for you to even focus on anything, and it just comes off as such a mess. Too much sugar, you're saying? I'm, I'm saying there, there, was too much, there was too much sugar. There was too much basil. Uh, probably too much garlic and onion, and that it... it it made all out for wrestling heartburn. And with that, the prosecution will rest. Defense? WWF is known to, you know, you said that it made, you know, if they don't die, they look supernatural. WWF has always had those gimmicks of a supernatural being. Abdul the Butcher. Hold on, isn't this WCW? Yes, and also the Sorry, Undertaker. Their intellectual The Undertaker had just so, debuted. Um, a year beforehand. I apologize. So His WCW was that he was dead. WCW has always had ridiculous gimmicks. They always have. They always, at that point, they always did. They closed down in 2001, but they kept going. They would always do things like that. So it's not out of the ordinary for them to go ahead and do something along that nature. However, Randy said that basically the point of the match was to, in a sense, kill someone. The camera stayed on Abdullah. For about 30 seconds after the switch had been pulled, breathing the whole time. Cactus comes up to him, does his awesome Mick Foley squeal for a good, you know, 15, 20 seconds. All of a sudden, he comes back. He starts murdering everything. Abdullah Bookter is killing everything in sight. He's just, he just come, come back to life. And I say that with quotations because he was never dead to begin with, nor have they ever in the match portrayed or insinuated or implied that he was dead. They just said that he was not responding to anything and that there was no medical team coming out to him. So they basically they did acknowledge the fact that maybe he may not need, you know, any medical help. Cactus Jack comes up, screams at him, does his little squeal, he murders everything. Now he says that they brawled to the back room, but they actually didn't. They actually kind of in a sense beat up those teams to the the, the teams of ghouls together. And then walked out with his, uh, Abdullah's arm over Cactus' shoulders with their little shitty bleeding smile. No, it was not a headlock. They actually even said in the match, well, I guess we know I the verdict the of this. Footage. He says, I, I don't remember if it was JR or Tony Schiavone, says, well, I guess we know the verdict of this. And they wander off, arms right over shoulders with Cactus Jack's bleeding, shit-eating grin. And the defense rests. All right. There's really nothing else to do but watch this match. Let's just see. You both make great points. I mean, that was a strong defense. Um, It does sound like there's a lot going on, but I need to see this thing for myself. So we're going to take a quick uh, recess. To the video room. To the video room. And we'll be right back. And we're back. 
cool. Uh, all right. So I've watched the match. Yeah, how'd you feel about it? Wow. <laughs> Is that a good wow or a bad wow? I want to start with what the first thing that really stuck out to me in the match. Um, ben, in the beginning of the case, you put a lot of stock into the refer eye cam. Yeah, you don't talk shit about that. That's good shit. Um, I'm not talking shit about the refer eye cam. It after watching that match, like it was almost a necessity. So okay, so we're 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 all right. Let's backtrack a little bit here. We're charging this case with felony overbooking and felony bad booking. Bad booking. All right. Man, 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 man. So here's the thing that I saw. That this is this is like what stuck out to me. The entire time I watched this this match, Ben, yes, you were basically talking about how this was a really cool brawl. For um, what it was, it was fun. It, it, it was good. One thing you guys did not talk about in the thing was that this was a kickoff match. This was a kickoff match for a Halloween themed uh, pay per view. Yes. Okay, nothing was on the line. You know, this was not like a main event type thing. This was just, it, it was a kickoff match. And I think that that's relevant. When, when you're talking about this, that, that it was just meant to kind of start a super already gimmicky pay-per-view. Um, now, I have not seen the whole pay-per-view through. We only we just watched the first, this match, which was the first match. So, I mean, you guys tell me, was there anything of significance that happened later in this pay-per-view, or was it basically just a bunch of matches that had Halloween-type themes to them? Because it, in the Kennel from Hell, there were a lot of relevant facts about the entire pay-per-view that I thought played into that really well, and, and really kind of... I think you can't you can't make a ruling about um, the match without also talking about like what's happening kind of around it and the time frame of... Um, wrestling with that. It, with this, you know, as we talked about in the beginning, there was nothing really on the line. This was really just kind of for bragging rights only. So, I mean, you guys tell me, did this pay-per-view suck all around? Was, there, was it mainly Halloween theme from all around? Like, you guys tell me. It 90% sucked. Okay. The only thing of significance is Brian Pillman was crowned the first light heavyweight champion. Okay. However... The match that you watched, right, Chamber of Horrors, was not originally as intended. As Randy had specified earlier, that Cactus replaced Oz at that point. However, uh, Vader actually replaced uh, Wyndham, and Abdullah the Butcher replaced One Man Gang as well. So the match that you saw yeah. was not as originally booked. Okay. It so would, it there were been, changes in place. It was better than they had advertised then. So you're saying it was a good match? No, it, like ah, I'm saying the contestants in there. Like I you mean, can't say they were handicapped by uh, booking changes because one man gang is not the draw as Abdullah the Butcher was. He's a year removed from being Akeem the African Dream. Well, I mean, Gang actually left WCW before this match had taken place. He was booked for it. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, pretty... But they replaced him with a bigger draw. Pretty solid trade-off. I mean, so maybe you saw watch probably it. the best version of this match it could have been. All right, so here's... In watching this match... And again, we're shining a light on a match that, you know, people have probably said they watched once, they didn't like, and then time went on, and they just said, oh, this match is shit, non, non-partisan... Uh, eyes on on this match. You know what? What are we at now? Thirty years later. Ninety one. Ninety one. So twenty. Twenty six. years we're later. Close. Close. Yeah. Okay. So we're charging this match with felony overbooking and felony bad booking. Which I mean, realistically, when you really think about it, I mean, I think a felony bad booking would be gone. Randy said in his own words, "This is better than it was originally booked." 
We get scrap that out. If anything, it's a misdemeanor overbooking. That's about it. I'll actually tell you what I thought while watching this match. Again, as a as a non nonpartisan set of eyes to this match. The thing that the thing that kept coming out to me as I was watching this match was Ben's um, uh, praise for the referee Cam. It Good seemed to me. It seemed to me as I'm watching this, I was getting very lost because they used one angle of a hard cam on a very thick cage with a lot of stuff happening. And I remember, Randy, you had mentioned earlier in, the, in your testimony that there was a lot of things going on, so the referee cam played in. I felt like every time they were not using the referee cam, which they did not use enough of, if you've got something like a referee cam, if you've got a if you've got a feed to a person in there um, that's not looking through cage bars, use it, use it. And if you've got men on the ground who are focusing their cameras in to the match, use it. I felt like there was long, long periods where they were just focused on the hard cam and you couldn't tell what in all hell is happening inside that match. It was just a bunch of ants rotating. You couldn't tell who was on you couldn't tell who was on what side. You couldn't tell So for me that was the worst part of this match. Okay. Um the the topic of the switch. That was very, very bad. <laughs> that um, was unfortunate. I give a lot of credit to Mick Foley, who I think is a master of his craft. And is he's one of those guys who is so good at his job that he... I don't know if there's anything beyond peripheral vision, but if it exists, he has it. He's one of those guys. He's just one of those guys that knows everything that's happening in the ring. From the smallest little minutia to, you know, somebody's about to... Second sight. Second sight. Thank you. I feel like Mick Foley saw that, like, okay, there's there's this big thing that's happening that's, that's going to cost the... The match, it's um, credibility. I'm going to go and I'm going to stay there. And like you had said, Ben, he was working off of the crowd reaction. Um, I think that that all played into it well. But it was really unfortunate that the camera was on multiple times, the switch, as it just... A gust of wind just boop. <laughs> um, Someone in the third row breathed. Yeah, but, and it just fell. So the, it's not the talent's fault. They did what they were told to do. My ruling is... We're not putting the talent on trial. I'm not putting... I can't, I can't put... <sighs> Alright, so... We're, we're trying the booking. I know. I'm aware. Which, for our non-super wrestling fans, we're, when you talk about booking, you're talking about... Writing the produ- the production aspect Cast of it decision. as well, yeah, yeah, yeah everything finishing and all right. So the the ghouls was some good shit, right? No, it was it was worthless. <laughs> no, the ghouls were worthless. They were worthless. They served no purpose whatsoever. Also, Abdullah super dick move, just kicking a stagehand like that. <laughs> To be like, I know. Other than the tiger driver, that was my favorite part. Like, dude, hey, you don't know that stage has life. He, he might be a dick. You don't know. He, hey, he no that. sold it though. He, Abdullah made himself look weak because that guy didn't go. <laughs> like, dude, that was a dick move. Um, not part of the booking, Randy. You're talking about a guy who gave someone hepatitis too. So yeah, not part of the booking, Randy. I know that 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 that's irrelevant evidence. Um, but look. I, so again, just so that I, I know, I know, I've, I know I've repeated myself many times. We're charging this with felony overbooking and felony bad booking. I 
will not charge it with felony overbooking. I will charge it with absolutely felony bad booking. There were way too many things that could have been or just, again, Randy, your analogy of there's just too much sugar in the punch bowl. Like, it's just, it's, the ghouls, unnecessary. The coffins fell flat. I'm sorry. Let me let me let me rephrase that. The people in the coffins <laughs> fell flat. It was one guy. The, one guy. Okay. Again. Who did nothing? Who did nothing? He didn't attack anyone. He got I knocked liked, out. He oh. was wearing wrestling gear. Did I love the pop when Sting just like threw the coffin up in the air and just like just to let it fall on Mick Foley like without <laughs> any care in the world like wouldn't didn't even check to see if Mick Foley was ready to take a big piece of wood to the face. You I thought should. That was great. You should have loved. Every pop that happened in that match, because there were several. There were good pops in that match. Would you say the bad booking was like a death penalty level? No. No. Life sentence? No. No. Yeah, that's right. Again, it just seemed like they had this really fun idea for a cool kickoff. You had some great names in there. Again, had they... Honestly, I would have dropped all charges. I would have dropped all charges... Had I been able to actually see what was happening inside the ring, for me, so maybe again, if they used the referee cam a more, little bit, I am I am in complete agreement with you that the referee cam was a great deal. Uh, sorry, a great idea, and they should have done more of that. It's but that just, was there before the match. That wasn't for it. That's that's just WCW. But it should have been used more, is what he's saying. But what I'm saying, they should have used it more, and also, if it was called cage cam, then it would fit into the gimmick. But there was too many shots, and this is why um, I will give it the the bad booking uh, ruling. I will, I will, I will. But I will. felony, it's pretty bad. Was, you already made the verdict. I can't. It's like, you can't change it. This but was felony. There was there was there ha- there was a lot of money that went into that, and for someone in the Dude, back the of the house, fireworks alone were like ten grand. I'm sure. The fu- you know th- that someone said we're not gonna have. More cameras on. I'm 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 actually more mad at the producers, and that's because. Would you, would you like to charge producers with anything? You're the judge. You can throw more <laughs> shit in. So if anybody I wants to take say, this back to court, K-fabe I would say court, if this were to ever come back again into the kayfabe court, which there's so much happening the appeals. here, you could definitely have an appeal with this. Yep. How my, would they do that? How would people do that? Well, I think we leave that up to the listeners. But I think they'd have to get. Yeah. At us. How, Maybe. Would, yes. would they have to get they, at they us? They'd have to get at us. Where? Where? At Kayfabe Court on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't they, know that. They'd have to get at us. Um, but for me, as I'm watching this for the very first time, I was more getting frustrated with the fact that they would spend... I mean, how long was the match? 15 minutes? 10 minutes? It's probably like Give 13. or take. Yeah. 13. I felt like there was half the match collectively spent on that hard camera angle and it, to there's, me it was like looking at a fucking ant farm but there were no called spots other than the finish like there wasn't like a point exactly. where it was like get out of the pool someone's going into the chair cage and like yeah and, and I think there, you know you could have just put the camera on the ground more and get the chaos aspect kind of more played up because it was very very chaotic you saw people just you there saw was, like there was big blood. Big yeah, fucking big stick blood. Shots. Big, you know, so by chaotic you mean unpredictable. You saw, a dude, you saw a dude whose teammate. You saw a dude walk by his teammate who was like in a headlock, and he just like casually walks right by his, <laughs> his the, the 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 guy that's giving him the headlock, and he could have like you know done like a little hey let my friend go kind of slap like, like save someone from save somebody from rumble, getting yeah. you know what I mean okay so, exactly so if you had to give this a sentence you already said no life. No, no death. No death. What is the sentence you and would I've, give? And it? I've dropped well, you the have to felony overbooking. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yep, yep. I dropped that because I do like the idea of the match. It's just I couldn't see enough. So, of it. as felony bad booking, what is your sentence? What would, would you give it? You your phrase of death. I would say, if I were to give this uh, sentence, I would say it's felony level. Selling the farm in a down market. <laughs> <laughs> and you took a loss. And you took a loss. 
Did you harvest the crops first? No. I'm fucking done. The you bank are- the bank came in and took everything. Yeah, you, you sold it out of season. You sold it out of season. <laughs> you didn't even have time to, to, to reap what you sow. I quit the show. <laughs> We're all fired. Done. Oh, my God. Guys, thank you. So, that- Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Oscar Bait. <laughs> Oscar Bait. So that's my ruling, guys. You know, let us know what you think on our social media platforms. Court is now adjourned. How do they get us at those social media platforms? I think I literally just dropped. It wasn't racer. literally. It was moments ago. I think I, I, I figuratively, no, I, I literally <laughs> dropped degreaser into my beer. Drink it. Do it. I'm going to drink it. Do it. Thank you guys so much. We hope we'll you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. They probably should go somewhere. Post-court session is now. In court order. fallout. Court fallout. Talking smack. Oh. We're going to retire to my chambers. <laughs> what was your favorite Ben argument? Look, Ben, I told you uh, during the recess before we went, um, I actually thought you were about to pretty much sell your hand. And then you got super passionate. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, all right. I already I was, gave up my knee, so why not, right? Dude, I was out of this case. Like, I was like, neither of you two have done a good job of wanting me to watch this case. And then you got really, really passionate <laughs> about it. I, I forget what, what mark. Randy will have to remind well, me. Well, the that. Edits. He'll have to timestamp it. But, like, there was a moment when you were just like, no, this is like that. You started going on and on and on again about, you know, the match itself, which is really what we're, you know, we're, we're we have to about, talk yeah. about that. Like there, you you can bring in the out the gimmicks and the outside stuff, but like when you're talking about like what's happening in the ring, you got really really passionate about it, and I was like, all right, yeah, like, and that's exactly what happened with Kennel from Hell. Kennel was it when I hell. started shouting the room? <laughs> it that wasn't was weird. It, it, was it wasn't cool. like that bad that it was good. I love the room. It wasn't that bad that it was good. Yeah. It what there was so we many we know the apex on. of that now with watching the Broken Universe, where it becomes a thing that's so original and self aware. This was not self-aware at all. It was not. And I think, um, you know, may, you know, as I said, I really wanted to see more of what was happening inside the ring. But then again, that also could just be a blessing in disguise because maybe what was happening in the ring was not really awesome. So, they could have, you know, been showing their hand a little bit too much. Shots and as, stuff. as much as I enjoyed the referee camera, you're right. The... The hard cam with a combination of the rubber eye actually kind of saved it, in a sense. Yeah. It, the, which is weird, because they had a guy in the ring with a camera, too. Exactly. And I think they went to him three times. Three times, shot. it felt like. They did not use him at all. Yeah, I think I mean, and the saving grace when it comes to in-ring product was the rubber eye. But there was so much not happening in the ring. Again, it that the like hard it, cam is kind of it kind of helped it yeah. focus on what was happening in the ring, as as odd as that may sound. I, again, because I think there was so many things going wrong, and it almost you know I I again these people even if there's bad wrestlers in there, which I know you both agree that there are some really bad wrestlers that were part of that one. Okay. Um, Giant Gonzalez. Giant Gonzalez. I mean, there, I mean, Abdullah was is a shit wrestler like that's but a, he's a he's a draw he's a, he's a gimmick that has yeah. drawn money and every he, he you come in and pop a territory with him yeah and he puts over your baby face but i mean yeah. you had like Stang, who's like a top 20 wrestler right. and vader one of the three best big men ever yeah so and cactus jack i mean you had mick foley, cactus jack, yeah, mick foley like yeah. influenced a generation mick fucking foley um uh and, and again you know and, and the steiners the steiners oh yeah one of the five greatest tag teams ever. exactly um so what I wanted was to just see what was happening, but because there were so many great pros in there, and it, I'd imagine they all were very self-aware that, like, this is not going well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> almost, almost everyone made yeah. a name for themselves. Yeah. Almost. Almost. I mean, look, I, I Giant mean, everyone, Gonzalez made a name for himself. It was great, but it was yeah, a bad no, name. He but did he, it. He, he fought did Taker. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, hey, Vader was on Boy Meets World. There's that. Yeah, that's a plus. I Which was, one was he? He was. He was. What's he his name's dad? Was, right, he's dad. He was Frankie's yeah, Frank Frank. dad. Yeah. Oh man, I always forget that. That that's Vader. Yeah, oh, Vader shit. was in like three yeah. episodes. Yeah, right so, like, on. Almost everyone made a name for themselves. I think, I think, 
Vader was also in an episode of Baywatch. But they're doing well I think Abdullah is the beach bash. Yeah, I think Abdullah is the only one who didn't make an like actual name. He actually went on from ECW from here. Well, no, Abdullah has been around since I think '81. Yeah, but I mean, do you recall anything after this match? After this? Yeah, he went over. He was. He went and did like the IWA death match. But nobody stuff. cares. Yeah, yeah. That, that was big, thing. big tape trading. But that's what I'm getting into. Yeah, uh, he had matches with Sabu that kind of helped establish him. The hepatitis lawsuits. That's all I really knew him for. And he's he's a Hall of Famer. WWE put him in like five years ago. Mm-hmm. I actually, um, I actually didn't know that. So thank you. Yeah. He, is, he's in the uh, like the Sabu Bruiser Brody, that line of um, okay, all right. You're 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 a, a short term draw to pop. But realistically, with he's a certain one, type of match. Yeah. But realistically, he's the only one who actually really did nothing. He's one of three guys in that ring that were not well, because Giant guys. Gonzalez like lived what three years after the Undertaker match and then he died. Uh I think he might might have only died like eight years ago. Oh really? I thought he, yeah, it's not super recent. Oh, I thought he died. But like, like we're talking like. Rick, Rick and Scott Steiner, yeah, Sting, Rick and Razor, uh, like come on, come on, you, Foley, Foley, yeah. You had there were four Hall of Famers in there, right now as it stands with the WWE. Mick Foley, uh, he died uh, in two. Uh, Razor, Giant Gonzalez Razor, died. Sting, September two thousand ten. Uh, yeah, wow, September two thousand ten. Giant. Who was that? Giant. Giant oh, okay. okay. I thought he. Um, I thought he died a lot early. Hey, he lived to be forty four. He didn't do much with his life, but... Uh, that's not that good, though. If you're over 7'5", if you make it to 50, that's a fucking miracle. That's true. And a wrestler, You don't I see guess. a lot of 7'80-year-olds. Right, well, I, yeah. he was also a wrestler, so I'll take it. That's a good point. Anyway, so, yeah, I, I, I think, I, I, you know, watching the match firsthand, I wanted to see what was happening more in inside the ring, but... At the same time, you know, now that I'm not being a judge, it's probably for the best, because... There were there wasn't much there wasn't now, much happening now just like we did with Cape I mean Cape uh, Kenneth from Hell Randy doesn't think it was amazing Chamber of Horrors wasn't great but actually I was pretty entertained watching it oh it was totally fun both both times actually it was pretty great it was fun which I, one, I just wanted to see more more of what was happening of the two notorious shit cage matches which was worse. You mean Kennel from Hell or... or yeah, those uh, are pretty much the two worst. Yeah, as a judge, what were the worst? Kennel from Hell... Uh, sorry, uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Kennel from Hell was better, definitely better than... Better? Yeah, it was definitely better than... Even with the dogs not cooperating were, with what they're putting But there were actual the wrestling okay. spots in it. There was amazing wrestling spots. No, I'll take it. I That's, think... You're, you're, you're right. I'll as I said, it. yeah, as I said... A dog is less hokey than an electric chair. And again, here's the thing. The dogs, they shot to the dogs real quick. There was that moment when they tried to have the dogs bite and they didn't. But there was, even though the match was relatively short, Kennel from Hell was what, 12, 15, 12 minutes it long? Was, it was a little longer than this, I think. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. They both felt forever. That was still a really, I thought, a good hardcore match. If you're going to just judge it on that alone, which that wasn't what we were doing, but it was a good hardcore match. This, it, it's, it, again, it's that goddamn hard cam that kept taking me out of the match. I couldn't see what was happening. I knew, like, I honestly can't remember when blood was drawn. I can look back, and I've only seen Candle from Hell once, and I remember when, the exact moment when the blood was drawn, because... Here's a weird part about Or at least when, like, the big pops were. Is that I don't remember why blood was drawn. Exactly. (laughs) Foley got hit in the head with everything inside the cage. But But Foley is, at this point, like, flair. You, you can blow I, on him gently, and he's going to bleed. I think Ab, I, Abdullah, I think, got cut with his own fork, or someone stabbed him with uh, his okay. stick. Or, yeah. Guaranteed, they all just got gouged with a stick, and then got color. Yeah. There just wasn't enough uh, focus, and this is why, like, if there's anybody to blame for uh, the the Chamber of Terrors match, Horrors, horrors match. There it is. Chair of Terrors. Chamber of Terrible. Whatever the fuck it's called. Um, Come on. If you're gonna blame anybody, I, I would blame the, of the producers. Like it was a great yeah. idea, I, you know. Specifically, it's the a convoluted crew. idea. It's even a bit convoluted, for the time. but you could you could have fun with it as a kickoff match. You could make it work well, but it was just like, let's just focus on half the crowd on one side. And again, the best analogy that I can use, it just looked like you were staring at a fucking ant farm. Well, uh, I mean, you had already specified you know when it pro- came to. Kennel from Hell. 
They focused on the dogs. And they weren't doing anything. Cut away. Exactly. As Randy had stated, with the switch and chain reports, they focused on that <laughs> on motherfucker for so long. Yeah. Too long. They especially kept, with Foley was they there. They kept Not a, okay. a six-second stagnant shot of it in on with people wrestling in the chair. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard to go against that, honestly. You, you know what might have helped this match is if it took place in a house. And it was a house of horrors. Don't. Just don't. Is that... Is that uh, don't. Are you foreshadowing to a future episode? Uh, we, we might have to talk about that at some point. I'm, I think we have to. I'm guessing it's going to come up. Oh, who was in that match? Two pr- very good wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Who were they? Who were they? Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. I fucking quit. I'm out. It's a terrible match. Their WrestleMania match was better. If you remember... From the last episode, uh, Ben hurt his knee. He still has a hurt knee, so he's waddling around. We're going to share a mic now, I guess. I'm in Zeke's mic now. <laughs> Go sit down. Welcome to the blooper section. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, if you're still listening, thank you guys so much. I feel like um, this was pretty good pod. Good pod. Yeah. Good pod. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I love Zeke's. Mm -hmm. You know how it works, guys. At Kfabe Court, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. What what are they doing exactly? They're gonna get Get us. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Play. (laughs) It's more intense that way. Mm. Randy, have you had any um, fun encounters with uh, the ladies recently? No, not not since uh, the boat incident with uh, he... Well, we can name him. Uh, we'll call him Ryan Limit. Ryan Limit, yeah. If you go back far enough into this podcast history, you can use real last name, but no one's going to do that. No one's going to do that. But, but that's okay. Other than that, it's been a pretty quiet three weeks. Have you been on a dry spell, you feel? Or is three weeks like, that's fine? Have some time to like... Oh, no, no. Like... No. like I went on the uh, the legendary dry spell of almost going O for the first Obama term. Oh, yeah. I'm 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 like Missy Elliott on this on when it comes to strippers. Like, ain't no shame, ladies. Do your thing. Just make sure you're ahead of the game. Yeah. You know. You don't need no one minute man. Yeah. All right, and Ben's back, and this and has Ben's been five play. This has been five play. Thanks, guys.